Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Twitch homies here got the hype train going on. And there's a lot to get hyped about as the 4th of July holiday is over. And it is time for more of a return to normalcy. Guess what happens on Wednesday, everybody? AW runs from the road. They are out of Daly's place. And AW starts on Wednesday running from the road. WWE starts in two weeks running from the road. In fact, I think, I think, in fact, I know, yesterday was the last ever Raw inside the Thunderdome. Now, granted, there's another Raw in the Thunderdome next week, but they taped it yesterday. So as far as, like, live Thunderdome Raw shows, it's all over. The next time that you see a live Raw, it will be in front of screaming, crazy fans. How exciting is that? SmackDown, obviously, on Friday. We got the NXT Great American Bash coming up tonight. Got the full lineup for that show, the lineup for AEW on Wednesday. And we have not been here since uh, Friday, if I recall correctly. And so there's a million things we could talk about today. We could talk about SmackDown. We could talk about the Stardom pay-per-view this weekend, which I watched. We could talk about Raw from Monday night. Whatever is on your mind, the text message line 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. We'll get uh, Sempion here in just a moment. And uh, yes, we will open with the story of Jimmy Uso, who is in trouble with the law yet again. And when I say yet again, you'll know what that means here in just a moment. I want to mention, by the way, tomorrow we'll have a special guest here on the show. His name happens to be Bandito. Going to be on the program tomorrow. we got a lot of big stuff coming up. Let's kick it off out of the break. Stick around. Wrestling Observer Live.
for an oil change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are here to help. We'll make sure you have all the supplies you need to make the job quick and easy. Right now, get five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $28.95. Plus, get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now. And get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It's baseball season, and you're ready to go all out. So you ordered the essentials to make game day a success, like a jersey, a power recliner, and a bigger screen. And you used your Bank of America customized cash rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping. Rewards that you put toward an essential piece of the celebration, an air horn. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2021, Bank of America Corporation. For he is limitless. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. For he is limitless. Whatever happened to that guy? Keith Lee. Hopefully we find out here at some point. For the third time in two years, WWE wrestler Jimmy Uso is in trouble with the law. Due to alcohol, and for the second time, it involves a DUI. Uso was released from a Pensacola, Florida jail 9 a.m. Eastern after being booked on a misdemeanor DUI charge. Additional citations for speeding and running a red light. His bond was set at $500. At the time of this post, WWE has not responded to a request for comment. TMZ first reported Tuesday morning, 35-year-old was pulled over by Pensacola, Florida police 
10.35 p.m. Monday night after he ran a red light after going 50 in a 35 in his Dodge Charger. After questioning Uso and smelling alcohol, they asked him to exit the vehicle where they observed him swaying. He then failed several sobriety tests. Police reports stated Uso said he had drank multiple beers before driving. The police report stated Uso said he had drank multiple beers before driving. Why do I bring that up? Well, I'll tell you in a second. Blood alcohol test resulted in Uso blowing a .205 and .202 more than twice the state legal limit of .08. So I brought that up because uh, he was arrested in July 2019, a nearly identical situation by Pensacola police, driving erratically, arrested for DUI, for an unlawful blood alcohol level. Despite video evidence, a Florida jury said he was not guilty without any rationale or reason given. I think it'd be tough to uh, rule that this time since he admitted he drank all those beers before he drove. This followed a February 2019 arrest for disorderly conduct and obstruction after he and wife Naomi were pulled over in Detroit, Michigan after allegedly driving the wrong way down a one-way street. Later pleaded no contest. Missed a year due to knee surgery. Now he's back. Uh, playing the role of his brother on SmackDown. So I don't know if there's anything really to add here other than there's a problem here. And uh, I think this problem needs to be uh, handled by the company he works for. And I will leave it at that, however they want to handle the problem. But this is a problem. It's not, it's not like I don't want to get on a big rant, but drinking and driving, I mean, you're putting your life random person's life, many lives in danger. Like, this is not some other crime. Oh, you stole something from the 7-Eleven or, or whatever. You're endangering lives here. Three times in two years? Something needs to be done, I think. Well, it's not just the third time in two years uh, where he's had an incident. It's also his third overall DUI and fifth incident in the last, you know, going back now 10 years. In 2011, he got a DUI. He blew a .18. Now, a .08, mostly across the country, that is the guideline for a pedestrian driving a vehicle. It's much lower if you're a trucker and things like that. But, you know, it's like it's a .08. He blew a .18 that time. And he was going the wrong way on a one-way street when he got pulled over. In 2013, he got pulled over and he was cited for driving without a license and that violated his probation. Then he had the one in 2019, the, the incident with Naomi where he jumped out of the car and he ended up getting a plea deal and, and pleading down from that and getting obstruction charges and, and paying a fine and that went away. And then he had the DWI or the DUI in July of 2019 where he was going 86 and a 45 and swerving all over the road and was so hammered he kept asking for his lawyer when the cop was asking him if he wanted to go through the field test and now we have this one where he blows a .205 it means he probably drank a case of beer in the last like six hours you know before he jumped on the road and you know it just in going 50 and a 35 so not only it's not like he's going drunk from the bar and not like this would make it any better up the street to go home and he just has bad luck or they're looking for him or something like that 
he's going ham when he does go out and drink and then gets crazy on the road. And again, even if he was safely driving, you cannot drink and drive, especially when you have all the options at your disposal, like Uber and Lyft and friends and a company and limo service and taxi service and everything else. Like, what the hell is he thinking? The problem is he's not because it sounds like he's got a very, very, very serious problem. And regardless of that problem, a bigger problem is him then getting in a car and using it as a, you know, however much a car weighs, a 3,000-pound weapon, where he could have possibly murdered people and killed people and possibly killed himself. It's a situation they have got to get fixed. I know Jay has got one, too, in 2018. You can't lump them both together. But when you have these incidents that keep happening, keep happening, keep happening with a guy for his own good, he has got to get help. Whether that comes from the company or whether that comes from his family and friends, something has got to give because this guy is going to kill someone. You know, if you uh, follow the news of late, uh, there have been a lot of cuts in WWE and there have been a lot of, of divisions. Oh, there's redundancy here. We're going to axe this division. And there's just been a lot of uh, streamlining of this company. And granted, uh, this is Jimmy Uso, Roman Reigns' cousin, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So he may get more chances because of who he is. But the fact of the matter is, with what they're doing over the last six months, eight months, somebody... With this kind of track record, I mean, that could be yeah. it. I'm just yeah. saying, if that happens, I, that could be it. And I don't it. want to see anybody lose their job, but he needs help. And you've got to figure, if it's not, hey, you, you fire him to try to send a wake-up call and the fact that you're making your company and your employers look bad, you know, and that's not a good reason to do it, but that's a reason a lot of people get fired. You make the company you work for look bad. I mean, again, for his own safety, for his own health purposes, it's just getting more and more brazen. And again, blowing a .205 is nearly, it's a hell of a lot closer to three times the legal limit than it is, you know, the .08. So it's just, it's awful. There is a reason, uh, again, we, we've gone over it on this show. You, people will go through it on other shows as well, too. This is just, it's awful because of you think about what could happen and you think about what that man is doing to himself and his insides uh, with this problem because i know everybody wants to crucify him too oh they got to fire him right now like, they maybe they do but don't forget that this person needs help this is obviously an adult person that does not make good decisions when they have that bottle in their hand uh whoever's in charge of the chat right now can you double check what just occurred on the chat and uh if it is what i think it is uh get rid of that person preferably permanently i'll just leave it at that okay the uh, great american bash is tonight and we have got uh four matches in two segments adam cole kyle o'reilly which should be they're coming off by the way uh, a strong stipulation match now they're just doing a wrestling match same with L.A. Knight, Cameron Grimes. That's also just a wrestling match for the million-dollar belt coming off a ladder match. MSK and Ciampa versus uh, Thatcher. I'm sorry, MSK versus Ciampa and Thatcher for the tag titles. Indian Candice versus Io Shirai and Zoe Stark for the women's tag team titles. Johnny Gargano and Karrion Cross will face off. And uh, Hit Row will have their championship celebration. So that is the lineup for tonight. On paper, looks like a very good show. As far as uh, storylines, that's another matter entirely that we can talk about here. 
And then uh, tomorrow, AEW is back from the Miami Night Center with Young Bucks versus Penton, Eddie Kingston, AEW Tag Title Street Fight, Santana Ortiz and Jake Hager versus FTR and Wardlow, Cody and QT Marshall, South Beach Strap Match, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander versus The Bunny and the Blade, Andrade debuts against Matt Seidel, and Chris Jericho and MJF will face off. So that's the lineup for the next couple of nights. And uh, if you want to talk about either of those shows, you're welcome to today. If you want to talk about Raw, we'll do the Raw report after the break. Not a lot to talk about. It existed. But 425-780-7566. Back in a moment, Observer Live. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. 
For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I'm Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. By the way, guess who returned in a uh, dark match yesterday? Tegan Knox. So that uh, battery on NXT. I'm not sure it's Tegan Knox, but uh, it could be. I guess we'll find out tonight. I hope for her sake, I, I, God let her body hold up. You know, there was so much potential with her, and I know they they looked at her as a real future star, and it has been injury after injury and the knee blowing out and this it just it's it's been terrible for her so i'm glad she's going to be able to make it back you know hopefully her body stays with her hopefully they don't lose you know faith in what she could be uh which which happens after people get hurt you know time after time after time it's tough to rely on somebody who always gets hurt and that's so sad when it's not you know up to their doing and it's their body failing them so god bless her hopefully she can stay in there all right, here's the Raw Report, everybody. Let's get this thing done. It was a show. It was, uh, I would say that the show was not bad, nor would I say the show was good. Although, it had bad stuff and good stuff on it. So let's fairly look at it here. First, we had one of those segments that they used to do where everybody in Money in the Bank comes out and says some stuff. And in the old days, it would all be about how they wanted to get the briefcase and win the championship. But it's uh, 2021 WWE, and uh, it's just all comedy. Everyone's making jokes, ha-ha, laugh, laugh. And then a brawl broke out, and do you guys care? I don't need nope. to recap it. All right, so then we had John Morrison versus Ricochet. Last week, John Morrison and Ricochet had a match, and they went to a double count out. So they do a match again, and this time there's a big dive spot that gets all botched, which they still showed a replay of multiple times, by the way, which is funny. And, uh, by the way, not to do a Dave Meltzer digression, but you know what's really funny? WWE has that uh, Twitter account. I don't know if you guys are aware of what Twitter is, but anyway, WWE has one. And if you ever watch Raw or SmackDown, they have some bloke or a female, I'm not sure who it is, but they watch the show and they they get little uh, animated GIFs of the action and they put them on Twitter, okay? So, like, if... Uh, you know, Ricochet does a springboard high cross and knocks John Morrison over the barricade. They, you know, they, whatever, call it, screen cap it with motion. But anyway, they put it on Twitter. Do you know how many times there has been a horrible botch on Raw or SmackDown? And whoever this is that's in charge of this Twitter account, <laughs> they have no clue. And so they put it online and they go, oh, wow, amazing. And I watched, and I'm like, you put that on Twitter. That well. spot right there. So anyway, they did something. Ricochet, I think he was trying some Torneo high cross over the top rope to knock Morrison to the ground. But, like, it gets totally botched. They crash and burn. Morrison does a deal where he immediately jumps up and looks over to make sure the guy's alive. And uh, then uh, Ricochet goes to get back into the ring. But Miz blocks him with a wheelchair. And so Morrison wins via count out. There are so many bad finishes on this show. Jinder Mahal's now a biker. He's upset because he sent Drew McIntyre a tweet 
but he used the number two instead of the word two, which sounds like somebody sent Vince a text and did that, and Vince is like irrationally upset about it. Now it's a storyline. So they had a match later. We had uh, Naomi and Nikki Ash. It's one of those things. Naomi's supposed to be a baby face, but like Nikki Ash is being all friendly and she's in her superhero costume and she's all excited she wants to win Money in the Bank. And then Naomi has to get all cranky about it. No, Nikki, I'm going to win Money in the Bank. Like, what a group of dislikable characters these are. So we have Eva Marie, Dewdrop, Naya, and Shayna against Alexa, Naomi, Asuka, and Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash, the former Nikki Cross, because Kieran Cross is coming in. Nikki Ash, if you guys have been paying attention, she had that run where she beat Charlotte, she beat Rhea, she beat both of them. She's on this win streak, as they call it. And uh, now, all of a sudden, there's an eight-woman tag. You've got Naomi in there, and Eva, and Dewdrop, and Shayna Baszler, who I can't even understand why she didn't do a job this week, because that's her role. And they beat Nikki Ash! Way to get that superhero over. I believe in myself now. Eva Marie, I think it's supposed to be Heat, that like Eva Marie can't wrestle at all, and she gets in the ring and does a horrible kick and then immediately tags out. Total wrong kind of heat. It's like, why am I watching this? And we had uh, some other stuff. Lashley at MVP. <laughs> talk about Kofi. Mustafa Ali and Mansoor had two minutes and 52 seconds. They worked so hard, but, like, they never do anything with either guy. So I imagine this lost millions of viewers. But they do a match, and uh, Ali gets his foot caught in the ropes. Mansoor is a nice guy. He helps him get his foot out of the ropes. Ali immediately cradles him and pins him. Ali's trying to teach him to turn to the dark side. <laughs> we have a McIntyre promo. This is one of those WWE things where McIntyre did a promo like a month ago, and he told this story about a Scottish king. And because Drew McIntyre is great at his job, he managed to take this material, and he did a good job with it. So then they've decided every week he needs to tell some wacky tale. <laughs> and every week it's get This week he told some story about the Loch Ness Monster. And as a guy who used to do After Dark Radio, like, it's Loch Ness Monster. Not the wrestler, the actual uh, Nessie. He talks for like an hour, and it, it hit me. It's like every week now. Next week, he's going to have some other story. They're going to make him do another story the week after that. This is the blessing and the curse of being able to successfully do what they want you to do when they give you some dumb script. If they give you a dumb script and you and you make it work, you're done for, buddy. You're going to get a stupid script every week after that. Then he faced Jinder Mahal, and Jinder Mahal... Remember when Jinder Mahal was champion? Mm. I mean, he was he was he was all right in the ring. My standards are much lower nowadays. He was all right in the ring back then, but he wasn't like all that great. And then he was gone for like a year and a half or something like that. He's just now come back. This is like his second match since he was gone for a year and a half. So one would think that like guys got to have ring rust or something. And granted, he's in there with Drew McIntyre. But this match was so much better than I expected. They went 10 minutes, and then Veer and Shankly ran in for the disqualification. Shanky. After all that time, after 10 minutes, and then 
And then Jinder steals his sword. So this feud must continue. Drew McIntyre is feuding with Jinder Mahal over his sword. If I would have told you, if we would have done the prediction show when Drew McIntyre was champion and the king of Raw, if we would have done the prediction show and I would have said, in July of this year, Drew McIntyre will be feuding with Jinder Mahal and the guy from the Disney movie and Shankly over Drew's sword. Don't correct me, Mike. You would say, no way. Well, way. That's what's happening right now. (laughs) Then we had a New Day promo, and let me tell you something. That was a Kofi promo. If I ran this company, Kofi Kingston's winning that title from Lashley. This dude has been a phenomenon the last several weeks now. He is such a great promo. He is such a great babyface. He stands head and shoulders above like 95% of this roster. He's so great. This was a fantastic promo here. Talking about the Lashley match of the pay-per-view in the main event tonight. Lucia's party and Mason T-Bar. Mason T-Bar beat him up the whole match, and then uh, they get pinned. Whatever. Then we have some more uh, goofy stuff with Riddle. And then Riddle versus AJ. This match was also great. Why? Because how many times has there been somebody with some sort of leg injury, and they sell and they sell, but then it's time for their comeback, and they run and they jump and they flip, and then Dave has to say, wow, back in uh, the 70s, everyone blew their comeback. Uh, Listen, I don't care what they did. I don't care what people do anywhere else. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. If your legs hurt, no, you cannot run during your comeback. No, you cannot jump. And Riddle could not run, and he could not jump, and he could not lift the guy up for anything on his shoulders. This match was great because of the selling of Matt Riddle, AJ working over his leg. The story of the match was better because his legs hurt. Of course he can't do his comeback. And finally he ends up cradling this guy after distraction from the Viking Raiders. This was a good match. Charlotte and Rhea have a lightsaber duel with crutches. I can't even believe what I was watching. And I got another story, but I can't tell it right now. Jackson Riker and Truth versus Elias and Cedric Alexander. If you Twitch homies want me to talk about Jackson Riker after the break, I will. But, I mean, this is not a black and white issue here. Anyway, uh, so in one minute, okay, in one minute, all of the 24-7 geeks ran in. Akira Tozawa and Truth fought over the title. Truth chased Tozawa to the back, so he's out of the match. Elias is then afraid to get in the ring with Riker, so he's out of the match. This leaves Riker and Cedric together, and Riker pins him. All of that happened in one minute and four seconds. Children can get made that time, Brian. Amazingly, amazingly, we have four matches for Raw next week. Ricochet, John Morrison, Falls Count Anywhere. Sheamus versus Humberto Carrillo for the U.S. title, even though he's just chasing the 24-7 geeks. Almost an Eric in almost his first Raw singles match. AJ and Ivar, and then AJ and almost defend against the Viking Raiders in two weeks. I couldn't even believe my eyes. Five announced matches over the next two weeks. And then the main event was Kofi and Xavier beating Lashley and MVP when MVP was pinned by Kofi. Makes sense. Good booking. But boy, was this match just there. And then the show ended. Back in a moment for Fallout Observer Live. <laughs>
number for Marcus on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor. With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle. You didn't answer. Of the, but I didn't hear anything. Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Been some discussions in the uh, Twitch chat here. Should I address some of them? Sure. All right. You're not talking about those questions that Denise asked me during the break, are you? I wasn't paying any attention. Ah. All right, Jackson Riker. So the the uh, some people in the chat, I was going to use a derogatory term like simpletons, but I don't like to do that. Dumbasses. I, I like to be friendly. Some wise, intelligent listeners in the Twitch chat made what I found to be a non-intelligent statement about Jackson Riker. They said, oh, look at how how everyone doesn't like Jackson Riker now. 
just because of these inflammatory comments that he made on Twitter. What 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 if Brian and Vinny go back and they they look at how they used to praise the guy? Okay, listen. What are you typing madly here? The whole world can hear this. Sounds like you're sounds like you're rolling dice. You playing Yahtzee over there? Knock it off. So listen, sevens. You want to hear this because you may want to. So here's the deal, everybody. Regardless of what inflammatory comments Jackson Riker made or did not make on Twitter, in what universe can you not see the difference today with Jackson Riker as compared to what he was doing when he was in NXT? Let's think about this for a second. When he was in NXT, he was part of a group called the Forgotten Sons, okay? I swear to God, pop quiz. Name the Forgotten Sons. Go, Mike. Uh, Cutler, Riker... The other guy? I no one remembers. Steve Cutler, okay. Wes Blake? No. God bless these two guys, all right? Cutler and Blake? But the Forgotten Sons gimmick, I don't even know what it was, but like, I could not for the life of me tell you anything about the non-Riker members of the Forgotten Sons. White guys with beards. They were so the absolutely, profoundly, completely generic. And behind them was this giant... Former Gunner, okay? Now, at the time, Gunner was a big, giant dude, and he had long hair, and he had a million-dollar angry face, okay? If you wanted a mean-looking, angry heel, well, that was the former Gunner, okay? And so I'm watching NXT, and it's like, these two Forgotten Sons, they're the ones that are always doing the matches, and then here's this monstrous-looking creature behind them, and every now and then he'd get in the ring and he'd 911 somebody or whatever. And it's like, dude, this guy's the best part of the act. Why do I never see him in the ring? Okay? Now, let's fast forward to today. What is Jackson Riker on Raw? Okay, forget everything he said on Twitter. Well, they cut all of his hair off. They put him in the ring doing generic WWE big man matches. He's like a new version of matt morgan storing out an example of like a big guy with a good body with a crew cut and he just is there okay god bless matt morgan in what universe is this like is there can you imagine you guys ever watch smackdown let's talk about otis okay let's imagine that uh several months ago otis put something inflammatory on twitter are you going to sit here and say, oh, the reason that Brian doesn't like Otis right now is because of what he put on Twitter? No. Do you remember Otis a year ago? That's not even the same universe of the guy today. They stripped everything away from Otis. They've stripped everything away from this Jackson Riker. If you want to argue he didn't have a lot going in, fine, okay? But whatever he had, he doesn't even have that now. That is the issue with Jackson Riker. He couldn't be a more generic guy on the show right now. And they just push him and they push him and they push him. That's the problem. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. It's how they do things. That was my problem with the Ricochet-John Morrison opener. It's exactly how you should open Raw with those two guys. If that match was in Daly's place with those two guys, or really even, again, anywhere, say it was in Texas, in front of fans, that's a hell of a match. It's a fun match for a viewer at home. Great way to open up the show. Give some energy to that thing. 
Now, you didn't need the 10-minute segment before with everybody talking, but that's what WWE does. I can accept that. And I could have actually accepted the finish to this match because if you could actually envision MJF doing what Miz was doing in the wheelchair and Ricochet was Sammy Guevara and... You know, it's not like uh, uh, there's a perfect, you know, example. Let's say Dax Harwood was on the the other side of the ledger there playing the role of John Morrison. Uh, You know, they can pull that off because even though Sammy would have lost, people have faith in him. They have stock built up in him. They feel something about that guy. We've seen him win matches. We've seen him in heroic situations. If, If you're looking at that... With an MJF in the wheelchair, it, it, it would work because they haven't done all of these crap finishes and have such, you know, have fans that have such little faith built up in the characters. Does anybody believe Ricochet is going to come out of this thing looking better than he has? We've seen Ricochet in plenty of situations getting pushed and having moments. Didn't he have the U.S. title? Remember that? That all just disappeared and went away. Nobody's got any faith in him. You know, any other company does what they did even after 10 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever they wrestled, and you have that cheap, crappy kind of finish because that heel was in the way of the wheelchair. Almost anybody else does that. That's kind of good heel heat. It's cheap, but that's the whole point. It's supposed to be, and you're supposed to want to see the guy get revenge. Are we ever going to see Ricochet get one-on-one revenge about with John Morrison? Does anybody have any faith in Ricochet built up? Does anybody have any faith that they'll go with this storyline and we'll see a conquering hero? No. And it's like, that's the biggest problem is they do everything to death. It's like Matt Riddle and AJ with the way that AJ lost. Like, you couldn't come up with with, with anything else there as almost gets surprised by the Viking Raiders. I just, there's, there's so many things that just, Drew McIntyre, that promo, the delivery on it was great. I thought he was it was outstanding. I laughed. I thought it was actually funny. But then you're also thinking the same thing. He does this every week. They're going to do this every week. And sometimes it won't be as entertaining. And we're still going to have this five-minute story from Drew McIntyre where Schreiber is sitting there looking at him in awe after he wraps up and walks out to the ring. And it's like, you know, does this... <laughs> the best part of the show last night was Kofi Kingston. And you kind of glossed over the MVP thing with Bobby Lashley earlier on the show when Bobby was talking to him. But, like, that's the best Lashley. You got the girls' party in the background, MVP's talking to Lashley, and Lashley's just getting more and more pissed off. And he's not really saying anything at first, and then you see the veins popping out. And then, yeah, he grabbed the mic. But those two guys together in this feud with Kofi Kingston is the best thing that they got going on right now. I'd argue on... Any of the brands, this is the best thing they have going on. And the way that Kofi responded in that promo, I put it on Twitter this morning because I'm like you. Go ahead and belt him up. If you're going to keep cutting promos like that, I'll believe it again. And Kofi Kingston going into this, I bet for a lot of people, even if they love Kofi, they did not believe that he was a threat to, to Bobby Lashley. And deep down inside, they probably still don't. But with the way that they have framed this story, with the way that they have done things, and the way that Kofi has eviscerated Bob Lashley on the mic and held his own with MVP and never sounded fake or or, or inauthentic or any of that stuff, man, that was awesome. So, bro, I, let me you tell know, you something. Pros and cons, but that's a huge pro, bro. Let me tell you something. I don't want to hear one person tell me my idea of putting the belt on Kofi is stupid because we had the Miz as the champion just a few months ago. Miz 
uh, dude. Anyway, Kofi Kingston, if I were booking this company, because clearly, like, here's what I would do. Kofi wins the belt, okay? Kofi is your champion. He's a great baby face. Great promos. He gets the championship again. They haven't had a long-term plan, but if you watch the show, it seems like they've had a long-term storyline. Based on the story of Kofi being champion for so long, getting beaten by Brock Lesnar, and never getting his rematch. Lesnar's in his 40s now, okay? He's not going to be carrying your company. I would put the belt on Kofi. I would leave the belt on Kofi through WrestleMania. I would bring in Brock Lesnar for one, I don't want to say one last run, because you never know how long the guy can go, but I would bring him in. I would build him up for a match with Kofi at WrestleMania, and I would have Kofi Kingston beat Brock Lesnar and redeem himself. That's what I do. I like it. Instead, we had Miz catching in the money in bank and running for his life. I promise you my idea is better. Mm. By the way, I have a question for everybody here. Mm -hmm. I went to my local bookstore, this person says. I was looking for Jericho's new book. I didn't see it, but there was a Drew McIntyre biography. Have you or anyone you know read it? Is it good? I have not seen it yet. So if anybody has seen or read the Drew McIntyre uh, bio, this person wants to know what you think about it. So let us know. What is the last wrestling book that you read? We know the last one that you wrote. The Jericho book. I just got it. Did you actually read it? Yeah, I've been looking through it for weeks now. Well, so I'm going to do another didn't... show with him down the road. And I'm going to do what I promise, which is a full show based on page one only of his book. Just page one? I don't know about only page one, but I was looking through page one, and I was like, I could go for a half hour just asking questions about page one of this book. Are you going to ask him about the star ratings that he gave himself throughout? Did you listen to the interview we did with him? No. Well, listen to it and then ask your question, because of course I asked him about that. I'm not listening to anything associated with that man. Wow. Hey, he's the one that started this with me. He's the no. One actually, you started it me. by saying that his, his cruise was like the Bruise Cruise. Oh, and you, and you were sitting there yucking along until you got free I tickets, wasn't and then all of a sudden, along. like, look at me, I got braids, I go down the water slide. Yeah, things changed, Brian. Things changed. Yeah, I thought that you guys cooled things off, and now you'd sit here and make fun of him again. Well, I look. I don't know. I had he has not reached out to me. So he ain't until now. he does, well, until he does, I have to keep my guard up and make sure that this man doesn't attack me, okay? Attacked by both Chris Jericho and MJF, just a company full of heels. Gee, I wonder why these people would be attacking you, Mike. And, and look, at the, look at the quality of person that they are. Get out of here. This person says, I was listening to you and Dave talk about Veer on Raw, who, by the way, is not Shankly. How does WWE, a company that wants so bad to be Marvel and Disney, never once tell you they have a wrestler whose former baseball career was made into a Disney movie? Is this a serious question, brother? Come on, Look who man. we're talking about here. For real. I was blown away when Dave told me that story last night. I was like, I what? I can't believe you didn't know it. And then I'm thinking... Why would why I know it? That's exactly it. Why would you know it? And worse, nobody else knows it. This is like... Thea Trinidad and that the, the, the completely different kind of situation, but the same sort of thing with impact with 9-11 with completely missing, completely missing the point. And, and with, with this dude the same way, you don't have to have footage from the movie because it's Disney. You don't have to overhype that part of the deal. Look at, look but the, at fact the chat that this here. Guy, 
What? Wait, yeah, exactly. who? What? This guy was a minor yeah. league baseball player. Forget about the fact that they made his, his him a Disney movie. The fact that this guy's an all-around athlete that they don't mention. He's just a dude in the background. This person here says, how can Mansoor cost them millions of viewers when they can't get to two million? Well, my friend, I was being facetious. But if you must know the actual answer, Raw, yes, the number that you see, 1.8 million viewers or whatever, that is the average over three hours, okay? If you look at the number of people that at one point during that three hours turns on Raw, even for like one minute, there's like five, six million people that see a portion of Raw every Monday night. And two million of those people stop watching during this match, which is too bad because it was a good match, and I like both guys. But they don't do anything with either of them. That's not a viewer-drawing segment. Back in a moment, Observer Live. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 
Again, that's 800-449-1759. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person says, remember Lily. No. I do remember Lily. I don't want to remember Lily. But I also remember the storyline, which is she's she's uh, in timeout until SummerSlam. Oh, God. Yeah, she'll be back. Is Bray coming back with her? I don't know what's up with that guy. <sighs> it's funny because it's like, okay, so I don't understand this Bray thing. So if the Bray thing was working, why is he not on television? That's number one. If the Bray thing wasn't working, so you took him off television... Then why did she give the same gimmick to Alexa? I don't even, I just don't get it. The only thing I can figure is maybe the idea was we're going to keep him off television and then he's going to make this giant triumphant return the first night that we have fans back to get a massive pop. I presume that's what's going on. Oh, man, it's probably Eddie here. The final live Thunderdome show is on Friday. Damn. What a wild ride it was. Oh, it was a wild ride, all right. I feel bad. I feel bad for Eddie. Yeah. But I'm glad it's over because I'm ready for these fans to come back. You think they're going to do a video that uh, celebrates the Thunderdome? I wish, but do I expect it? No. And the funny thing is, like, if they did, I saw that AEW video that they did, and it's like all of the best things and high spots and highlights and title changes. You just know that if WWE did a video about the Thunderdome, it'd be like, uh, Alexa barfed goo and, you know, Kevin Randy Owens Orton. can't get the handcuffs off. Yeah, he can't get his, <laughs> Randy's got, whatever. I would like for it to be a good video, but I just know the things that they highlight. I'd be like, oh, God, thank God this is over. My hole. That's right, my hole would probably be all over it. Not yeah, my hole. going through the table. <laughs> get out of here, Mike. Your hole's everywhere. Ah, get out of here. We're out of time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next time. <laughs>